Cheers. So, Brett, we're getting to the end of 2023 for Two Drinks Cinema. So what are we going to do for 2024? Well, as our Christmas list has proved, Mm. going just by anniversaries isn't great. Yeah, Bill Murray. (laughs) Yeah, Will Ferrell. So, I had an idea. Okay. Listeners... Mm. Let us know what movie you want us to review. Yeah, yeah. We are going to put all the movies into a hat. Yep. I have a Willy Wonka-style hat, so there's a movie reference. Oh, okay. And then we'll just pull one out each week. Will it also come with, like, a child that was killed in a chocolate factory? No, it won't. Okay, that's good. Or any bubblegum or any dancing Oompa Loompas. It won't come with that. Okay. Hugh Grant or otherwise. All right. Okay. So So, people should write in and say, hey... Brett, I don't think you've done enough Bette Midler movies. How about you do this yeah. one? Yeah. If they are going to write in, yeah. make sure they do it on a stamped self-addressed envelope. <laughs> yeah. So people can send it back to us. That's going to be 2024. Good. We've got some Random. on our list already. We've already actually got one listener suggestion. Really? Prior to this idea coming to Great. us. Right. So if you want us to review your movie. Yep. Then get onto us on the socials or comment on the YouTube channel and let us know what you want to hear from us in 2024. Yeah, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Thanks, Mm. Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, listeners. Welcome to Two Out of Three Recommend. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. We're two brothers out of three getting together to chat and recommend drinks, movies, shows and things to keep you busy. Welcome to another episode of Two Out of Three Recommend. We are two out of three brothers recommending things for life. But today we are going to rant. There may be rants. Just call me Alex. Should we just name? (laughs) How much longer has he got to go? Oh, sorry. What do you mean has he got to go? Oh, he's done. done. (laughs) Sorry. Don't don't add into my list of (laughs) Richmond's. Things at least he did it a few years ago to space apart. Dusty's going to the Gold Coast. To space. <laughs> I just needed to get that in to oh. see how off the chain you'd go. Don't um, make me rant about the football. You'll never shut me up this week. Could we just we'll rename this episode "Recommends and Rants"? Recommends and Rants, basically. Um, we're going to talk about women's sport. Yeah, because it is huge at the moment. But we need a drink to do that first. Uh, did you bring a snack? I did bring a snack. Okay. I got on my Coles I got on my Coles docket a oh. voucher for a discount on Bilson's at Liquorland. Come on, Bilson's. So Just I recommend a sponsorship already. Um well, there's gonna be a Bilson's bar. <gasps> Where? In Werribee. Fuck you know at the park I'm, Werribee? I'm the park, yeah. The park. <laughs> the park hotel in Werribee. Yeah. They have the little caravan out the side. Now Bilson's bar. Starting this week. This is Bilson's Passion Fruit. We've had Bru- Bilson's Fruit Tangle. Yeah. Uh, and last week we had Bilson's Banoffee, which you won't be surprised is the one that we've tasted that is no longer in my fridge. Oh, I yeah, have yes. managed to polish those other ones off. Passion Fruit. Um, so this is a Bilson's Passion Fruit. Let's see how we go. Cheers. Cheers. I think um, cracks well. It does crack well. Mm. That's a Passiona. Passiona. <laughs> yeah. But it's like... When we tried that Tropapalooza, yeah. we said it was Passiona. This is more Passiona. It's got more flavour, but it doesn't have as much sweetness flavour as a Passiona. No, that's true. Yeah, because it's like mixed with soda water or something. Triple distilled vodka is the main thing that we're worried about it being mixed with. Well done, Bilson's. 
God, they're good. I need to go to Beachwear. I'm look. I want to try to find the bacon one. There's. Speaking of bacon, and I have a snack. Oh, okay. It's just bacon. No. <laughs> I went to the chips. The chips aisle. And I have bought Smith's crispy bacon chips. Oh, okay. Show it to the camera, like Daryl Summers used to do before he ruined Thank almost you, ruined the logies. So I was like, I love bacon. I yeah, love chips. Correct. I love bacon chips. I hope that they taste more like bacon than shaped cheese and bacon. Yeah, because they don't taste anything like cheese or bacon. Okay. Ready? I've got a good size one. Ooh, they Cheers. smell good. Cheers. I'm not getting... Oh, no. Yeah. They taste like shaped cheese and bacon. The bacon part of shaped cheese and bacon. They taste more like that than they do taste like bacon. I don't mind it, actually. Yep. Mm. Okay. Yep. Oh, they're good. They are very umami. Mm. Very umami. Give me a good mouthfeel. Yep. Not as good as the cheesy garlic bread ones. Yeah. So, Not as true to flavour. No. Speaking of umami and mouthfeel... Shane and I went to the showgrounds last week. Okay. Which is where they film MasterChef, but we didn't go for MasterChef. Okay, I was going to say, how will we transition from umami and mouthfeel into women's sport and make it okay? <laughs> I thought that's where we were going. All right. Actually, I'm not going to talk about that other recommendation. Um, save I'll it. save that for next week uh, or a future week because we are recommending getting on board with women's sport. Yes. We are just giving one recommendation yeah. in this episode. Get on board with women's sport. Yeah. Because they are fucking good. Women's sport is, by comparison to the rest of the world, is yeah. better than men's sport. In terms of... Our Australian our teams. rankings. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. what I'm saying off yeah. the bat. Just thinking about three sports off the top of my head. Well... Let's talk about the three sports that we've watched combined this week, right? And by we, I mean all of the listeners watched the Matildas quarterfinal. You would assume so. It is. It, it was the most watched thing on TV since Cathy Freeman's 400-metre final at the Sydney Olympics. It was the most streamed thing in Australian history. 4.7 million people watched it. And I think that's... That is... 20% of the population. You know what, how, you know how they, how do they get viewers, right? What do you mean? Like. How do they work it out? Yeah, right? They can work out streams because of the internet. Yeah, but say I've got my, my channel seven in my antenna. Yeah. That's one screen. Are they saying that's yeah. one watcher? Because then how do they go, that's one screen at Fed Square, but 5,000 people are watching it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so anyway, I'm not trying to... Because what they used to do... The fact, if anything, I reckon there'd be more watches than... Well, everyone at the G watched it. Yeah, exactly, right? But... And Optus Stadium. What I think what they, what they used to do is every 10th house had a box on their TV that yes. tracked what they watched, and yeah. then they extrapolated from there. Yeah, okay. And so... 
what they would do, Nielsen, not Nielsen. Leslie. Leslie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would Leslie Nielsen would come around and Harry install Nielsen, the box? The Harry Nielsen, they combined a dibby dibby dabu. Yeah, yeah. Ken Lee, um, Harry Nielsen and Leslie Nielsen went into business together to uh-huh. track TV ratings okay. in Australia yep. for some reason. Happens. And they would come around and plug a box into your TV that would track what you watched. Yes. And so they'd go, we have a single guy, we have a single woman, we have a family of three, we have a family of five, we have a grandparents, yeah. we have a whatever. Broad demographics, then they would extrapolate data from there. to do these things. No, me neither. Um, now uh, they just track it by listening to Google. Yeah. Alexa knows what you've watched. Yeah, Alexa and, does know what I've watched. Yeah, and she's not um, very smart, but she knows what I watched. So Alexa, Google, and Apple all w in for what yeah, you've watched. That's fine. And then they work out that five million people, a fifth of the country, watched this event. I don't get. You know, I, I, I never get asked to do these things. Yeah. And then you know, it's all like a poll of these people are voting. I've this never way been polled in my against life against the yes vote. Yep. Never been asked. Oh, we're not doing the yes vote. We're not ta- like we're, we're doing it, but we're not talking. No, no, we're doing it. Yeah, like. And if you've listened to any of our episodes, you can probably guess which way we're recommending you vote. I did. <laughs> there were people <laughs> handing out pamphlets at my local supermarket shopping centre. Yep. At uh, Central West. Yep. And I went there, and I walked in, <clears throat> and I will I will grab a pamphlet. Yeah. Right. I'll grab a pamphlet. And he's like, thank you, sir. I'm like, no worries, mate. And then I walk in, do my shopping. And then it's that awkward thing. I have to walk out past the same people. Yeah. And as I'm walking up there, I'm like, is he going to remember me? Oh, yeah. Is he going to remember me? And, different, if, and it was a different person. It was a woman oh, there now. And if you right? say I already grabbed one, yeah. they think you're full of shit. So then I walk past, she's like, oh, you interested? Oh, no, thank you. And then I walked a bit. And then I walk, I went, no, 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 I already got one on the way in. <laughs> I mean, that's why. I was like, I had to kind of make it sure. Yeah. But she knew that I wasn't not interested. It's that I already got one in the way in. Yeah. That's why I had to make that clear to her. Because that happened in the, you know, hip suburb of Braybrook. That needed to be known. Uh, time zone there now. Anyway, continue. Oh, can I say something oh, about that time zone? <laughs> So the locals don't like it. You live in the area that I used to have my cafe in. That's correct. Right? So I'm in the local Facebook groups. Uh-huh. When they announced there were a, was a time zone, a woman commented, great, are just another place for the local gangs to hang out. And I was this close, this close. That's very close for those that can't see that. Yeah. To... Generally, you don't go, I was this close. (laughs) With the arms out (laughs) wide. All the way. I was not close. (laughs) Yeah. I was very close to writing, do you mean gangs or do you just mean young people of the same skin tone? Yeah. Because that's what Karen means. That's Karen. That's Karen's definition. When she says gangs. In the Karen dictionary. But also, like, wouldn't you prefer that they were at a time zone? Than the previous post that you commented on earlier in the week when you're saying they're hanging around the playground where my children want to play. Yeah, she's an idiot. Or they're messing up the barbecues in this reserve. Oh, not the barbecues yeah. in the reserve. Let them go to time zone. Who's using those barbecues in a reserve in Braybrook? Back anyway. to women's sport. Yeah, women's sport. All right. Great. Sorry, now that we've just bad Karen. <laughs> Women. <laughs> no. So, the Karen of men, right, has not had a good week. 
because the Karen of men side hate women's sport. Oh, yes. Ben, you can call him Ben Shapiro or Piers. You can call him Piers Morgan. That's fine. <laughs> the Piers, the Karen, Ben. Let's say Ben is the male version no, of Karen. I reckon it's no, like, I like Ben's. Oh, I was trying to think of someone I don't know. Like Piers. a name I don't know, but... But the other I one's Andrew feel, Bolt. Like, no, I, have a I like a lot of Andrews. Like Dave. Yeah, I like some Daves, though. What about Paul? I know a Paul. I know a Paul, but he's not a Karen. Anyway. Anyway. The what Daves of the world. <laughs> those peers of the world does allow the Batuta advocate to write a headline like this. Opinion. Are you a bloke against women's sport? Here's how to fill that vacant two-hour slot in your calendar this Saturday night while everyone else watches the Matildas. Yeah. Um, so they've had a bit of fun uh, with that this they week. Did it. They had also a bit of fun, the Batuta advocate, with um, another women's sporting achievement that didn't, hasn't quite got as much coverage. Well, are we um, going to talk... We've got three sports that we've watched. What... Um, order are we talking about them or are we just jumping around? Let's talk about the baseball. Okay. Uh, because we know a baseball player. We yeah. know a lot of baseball players. Uh, one of them who has been in Canada at the Women's Baseball World Cup Group yes. A qualifying stage. Qualifying stage. Yes. yes. So it is the Shout Women's Baseball Abby, World Cup. Abby, if you are listening, um, the tournament is now over as we're recording this. Oh, and the gone. girls just missed out thought, on yeah. the automatic qualifying. There's still wild card oh. opportunities for next year in Thunder Bay, Canada. Thunder Bay. Which, she, which Abby tells me is a bit like deciding that Australia is going to host the World Cup but then putting it in Dubbo. So it's not near anything. That is a... Now I know exactly what to expect. Thank you, Abby. Well done. It is not near anything, but they've just built two baseball stadiums there. Yeah. So they have the field capacity to host a smaller World Cup. Mm -hmm. So she... So not Bendigo? No, not Bendigo. Okay. Further. They flew... So they... This is the thing. They flew from Sydney to LA... And then LA to Minnesota, mm. and then a six-hour bus ride from Minnesota to Thunder Bay. Oh, Jesus! So uh, it is a bit it's in the insane. middle of nowhere. They played five games: one against, uh, yeah, USA. USA, Canada, Mexico, South Korea, and Hong Kong, China. Yeah, uh, and they beat Hong Kong, China, and South Korea, but yep. lost the other three. Close um, against the USA, though. Which yeah, three-two against the USA, which was good and close. A good comeback against Canada. But mm, then ran out of time. Canada, no, Canada scored again. Mm. So it was like 5 nothing to Canada. And then it was 7-5. Oh, okay. And then Canada good. scored again yeah. uh, to win. So it's hard to say get on to women's baseball. Because baseball is I a say... bit of a sport that not everyone gets or is into. There's a lot going on. Yeah, the, the other thing the issue is... The time difference mm. and the accessibility. Yes. It's not on, you know, anything. It's not on KO. 
No. It's on the streaming of the world, the Women's Softball and Baseball Commission website. So I yeah, yeah. we had to spend ten bucks Australian to be able to watch it. And I want to know, I'd be more willing to pay for that if I knew that players were getting a piece of it. They weren't. Nope. Uh, that was going to the streamers, I mm. assume, and a bit to the World Baseball Softball. Because it does cost something to put these events yeah, on. Yeah, there's people working the cameras. Yes. There's people But also there's people the yeah, running the event. Yeah, so yeah. We, we need to be that. But, um, yeah. I, but I enjoyed watching these games mm. as much as I enjoy watching any baseball. Yeah. I know one of the players. That helps. But there was quality baseball mm-hmm. in every game that I watched. And so I was happy to pay the money. Yeah. Because then that's a little bit of an indication to WBSC of like, yeah, people are wanting to watch this. Yes. Previously, it's been on... YouTube, mm-hmm. um, but I think, you know what I learned recently about ESPN8, the Ocho? It's a real channel. Ocho is eight in Spanish. Did you only just... Yeah. Lee, that's in the first lesson of Duolingo. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not on Duolingo. About? I only learned it because oh. I had to fill in teacher Spanish class the other week. Oh, okay, Will and Schuster. I, I, made, <laughs> I made it about numbers because I thought that's something that the kids will know. Yeah. And I don't have to actually teach. Let's revise yeah. numbers. They said eight was ocho. Ocho. ESPN eight, the ocho. Mm. Um, support women's sport. Yeah. Um, it is very big at our baseball club. Our women's teams are arguably, not arguably, they're in Division One, and the men's are in Division Three. So they are better than the men at yeah. our club. Uh, and we are very supportive of Abby when she goes off to play uh, for Australia. And we've also got four girls in the under-18s Vic team going over to play in Perth mm, for some uh, national competition um, there. I think the people are surprised people... There's baseball in Australia. Yeah. Like, we're not because we grew up with it. Right? But also, yeah, sorry. But then, you know, my friends were mm. driving Plenty Valley, let's say. Okay. I don't know. That was the thing yeah. that came up. And they drove past, like, a baseball stadium. Not a stadium, a ground, yeah. a field. Yeah. I probably played there in and, Bundura. Yeah. And one was like, there's baseball here? And then my other friend was like, yeah, Brett's family play baseball. <laughs> what? And she was like, I have no idea. You know what, though? When you drive past. When you know someone playing gridiron, yeah, you don't go. They play gridiron here. Yeah, it's a different. But yeah. when you, I say you play baseball, when I say I play baseball, like I didn't even know there was baseball in Australia. Like, of course there is. There's yeah. lacrosse. There's gridiron. There's every sport. There's, there's every curling. sport. Yeah, I don't know where it is, but I'm sure there's that. There are ice down in Docklands. There are two darts clubs that I could walk to from my house. That's so, ridiculous. of course, there's baseball. It sounds dodgy. Are they real? Yeah, they yeah. Front? No, one is allocated with, not allocated, affiliated with the um, local, you know, like the local footy club has footy, cricket, netball, yeah. darts, swimming. Okay. So, it's one of those. Yeah. That's a big club. It's the Hoppers Crossing Sports Club. 
yes, that started okay. as the footy club and has, has grown from distance. there. You could walk there. It's much more walking than most darts players would do. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh. All right, so... I have been supporting women's baseball. You should, one, acknowledge that women play baseball and not just softball. Yes. Two, support women's sport. Yeah. You have watched another sport, which is a predominantly female sport. Yeah, I thought I'd do something different for me and watch some netball. Yeah, right. Um, Bit out of character. I have watched... The 2023 women's, I don't have to say that, the 2023 Netball World Cup from Cape Town, Well, maybe you should say women's because when there's the men's World Cup. There is men's netball. Exactly. I'm just not going to mention because I'm better than I'm not good enough. People are starting to say uh, AFL men's. Good. You can start to say netball women's. Netball women's. Um, No, there is netball men's. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Yes, the, the women's World Cup. Uh, in Cape Town, in South Africa. Great spot. Um, I've been there. First time the Netball World Cup has ever been held in Africa. Oh. And unlike... They're pretty good, though, South Africa. Yeah, they're like top five in the world. Yeah. Um, and they have a decent netball community down there. I bet. I bet. I bet. <laughs> Sorry. I turned my mic down hey, so I that bet. I could eat a chip. <laughs> and then I didn't turn it back up enough. So that I could say, I bet. Oh, you bet. You yep. better, you better, you bet. Um, look, Australia uh, dominated. Yeah. No surprise that Australia um, makes the final. Um, Australian netball, the Australian netball diamonds, or whatever they've been called in the past as well. The I am going on the record, and I'm happy to debate this with anyone. Yep. The Australian national netball team is the single most successful national team that Australia has ever had in the history of any sport. I would not argue that with you. I'm happy for anybody, any peers out there that want to argue that with me. Has any has any other professional mm-hmm. or national mm-hmm. level team won as much as the Diamonds? Has any other national team won 12 World Cups or national championships. Has any other national team had the worst result they finished in a major tournament is second? Yeah. I rant over for now. <laughs> the thing would be, and what the Oh, but there isn't peers as much would, in, the, in the world. What the peers of the world would bring to you mm-hmm. is... If they ran Cricket World Cups like they ran Netball World Cups, no. we would have won them. Do you reckon we would have won all of them? No. 12 out of 16? Yes, no. Right. You know there's been one player for Australia in the baseball who has been to every single Baseball World Cup as a player? That's ridiculous. Yeah. How many have there been? Nine. So there's been nine Women's Baseball World Cup World Cups and Shay Lily White has played in all of them for Australia. Before that, there were four world sporting yeah, tournaments world games. that weren't called World Cups, and yeah. she was in them too. Is she 80? She's just... Of, How often like, are they on? Six, she was obviously been 16, and now she'll be in her late 30s. That's ridiculous. She's... she's and... Good on you, Shazza. She still plays incredibly well, Shay. Yeah, Shaz. They call her Shaker. Yeah. Yeah. Shake and bake. 
12 out of 16 World Cups is ridiculous. 12 out of 16 World Cups is ridiculous. And don't we hold every major title? We hold every major title now. There are four main ones. Uh, Well, not really. So there's the Commonwealth Games, the World Cup, the um, Quad Series, which is a series between Australia, New Zealand, England and South Africa. Okay. And the Constellation Cup, which is just like Australia versus New Zealand. Yeah, right. So we hold all of them now. And we also do in the cricket. Oh, there you go, the women's cricket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, women's cricket better than men's. They don't have to cheat to win. We. Oh, sorry. We're going to get added for that. Sorry, Johnny Bairstow, to bring that up again. He's like, yeah. Well, how many cheating scandals do you want? <laughs> like, every day of this most recent... I know we're only talking about women's. Every day of this most recent Ashes men's test, there was some spirit of cricket bullshit headline. God, the English are salty when one of the colonies achieves something over them, aren't they? Oh, so salty that all these sports that they've invented, they're shit at. You know, with the netball, so in the lead-up to the final... Yes. In the group stage... Yeah. But the second one. Anyway, it was a bit confusing how they did it. England beat Australia by one goal. Okay. Then they were up and about, right? Yeah. We're going to win. Yay, we're amazing. We're England. Um... Then one of their players, who plays in the national comp in Australia, yep. was something like, we're more fit, we've got a better camaraderie in our team. Well, maybe if you did, you wouldn't have lost the the, the final by uh, 16 goals, Helen. Yeah, I was going to say, it was a big margin. Not a, I, I, like, I like Helen Hadfield, I'm not a huge fan. Anyway, nobody knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> maybe people have, because this episode will be titled Women's Sport. Oh, and so we'll get people that are looking for a women's sport podcast and be very disappointed when it's two men talking about women's sport. But we're, we're like, what's the allies? What's the white savior version of gender? We're the uh, allies. That's a cis, good one. That's cis, <laughs> cis male saviors. We're the cis male saviors of women's sport. No, eight people listen to this podcast, yeah. and they're all women. Yeah. Um, they're probably not. Anyway, okay, so, yeah, so baseball. Look, anyway, my uh, I, any, anybody here who is friends with me on Facebook saw my rant yep. about the netball. Taking nothing away from the Matildas, yep. they made the round of 16 or the quarterfinals at that stage. Yeah. And every news outlet, yes. the lead story was that. On the same day that the Diamonds won the World Cup. Yes. Nothing. Except on ABC News Breakfast, just a little scrolly thing. And they didn't even get that right. They spelt it something. Well, no, on Gold Gold FM in the sports on the breakfast show, they mentioned it. They mentioned it? Did they do an interview with one of the players' dads? No. No, They did that on 60 Minutes. I, um, a little bit of devil's advocate, football is the biggest sport in the world. Soccer. Football. Is the world game. Well, it is, actually. In terms of participation, 2.5 million people play soccer and the next most played is AFL with 1.5 million. I thought netball was. Netball's about a million. Registered with Netball Australia. So your social stuff that oh, you do well, that's, won't count for that. That's about a million. Yeah. Thursday night down, flag stuff, <laughs> yeah. Um So we've covered baseball and we've covered... Netball. Yeah. 
both of those teams are ranked higher than their male counterpart of team. And I would... Well, Actually, no. I'm not, not sure about the net, men's netball. Well, no. Because they're either one or two. I mean... It's, <laughs> so. it's Australia or England, that's it. But diamonds compared to boomers? Mm-hmm. Diamonds. Yeah. Uh, then we get to the Matildas. Ah. Which... I know winning 12 out of 16 World Cups is amazing, but I I'm think... I'm taking nothing... I have to say that again. I'm taking no, I know. nothing away from the Matildas and what they've achieved. Yes, it's a big thing. Because also, you kind of expect us to win netball. Like... You don't expect us to beat France if we come in third, the soccer. If we come third, failure. Yeah, you're netball. getting sacked. Yeah. Right? So, but also, like, that game Saturday night... That was unbelievable. That was like a a Hollywood movie script. They'll make one. Like oh, and Paramount then, Plus is getting camera crews going already. All she needed to do was kick that goal, but that other one with the short hair got in the way. Oh, what the fuck! And then later on, they scored a goal. Now overturn it because of a yeah. foul. I'm like, what is happening? That number five for France. She was just about player of the match. I thought she had a great she game. Was ridiculously good. I look. I am not saying I'm an expert on soccer. I get no. the general idea of yeah, yeah. defending ball in the back of the net. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. defending yeah. and defending and all that junk. Yeah, I do it on I do it on FIFA on the PlayStation yes. all the time. Um, she was very good. She was very good. the one with the short hair that stopped the goal. Yeah, number not five. The one with the, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Um, it was just a great game. Because, as well, one of the big criticisms of soccer is that it's slow and boring. Yeah. Two very attacking teams. I was saying this to people. Women's soccer seems more attacking than men's soccer from the bits that I've watched. Yeah. Or it's or it's quicker. Either, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think there's less certainly... Also, less diving. Well, although there were a couple in the French, the French were a little bit divey. New number three. Yeah, the French were a little bit divey. Okay, one thing that I love about the Matildas and I love about the A League, men's and women's. Yeah, no diving. No diving. If you get cleats in your shin, you just get up. There was one point that was like a pretty bad thing where Sam Kerr got tripped. Yeah, and she was just like on the ground, and she was like, and looked up free kick. She's like, okay, move on. Yeah, and that's what I think that and the attacking dynamic style of play that Tony Gustafsson has us playing is what is getting people on board with the Matildas as well as the results. Yep. Because people will have watched Argentina versus Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where they spend half the time lying on the floor in agony in the Men's World Cup. Yeah, I watched a bit of... The Brazilian game of soccer in must have been the Olympics. Yeah, I I couldn't watch it. No, and that's why people don't watch soccer. Yeah. So then to have the Matildas with arguably the best striker in the world in Sam Kerr. Uh huh. She's on FIFA anyway. She's ninety one out of a hundred. Yeah. Well, she's the she's the best striker on she FIFA. Won, she's won. the highest rated one of the she's up there in the highest rated male and female yeah. players on FIFA. She's got the same ranking as um, Harry Kane. <laughs> so well, to I have don't know what I'm talking to about. have that come together. Yeah. 
is what is getting a lot of people on board. And as much as 12 out of 16 World Cups is amazing, we are hosting this World Cup. Uh-huh. We are breaking records every single week. The, the, this is the most attended World Cup ever of women's, yes. FIFA Women's World Cups. Yeah. The most attended, the most attended, well, some of the biggest crowds at these grounds. Mm-hmm. Like Stadium Australia doesn't get 85,000 people to it even when it's... When it's the footy. Yeah, Sydney versus yeah. GWS, yeah. which is the big game yeah. in yeah. Sydney. So that has been huge. It's the most number of people that have ever gone to Amy Park outside of a Paul McCartney concert. Yeah. <laughs> so all of that is coming together and us making a semi-final again against the people who invented the sport um, mm. is going to make for a very exciting tonight when we release this episode. Yeah, we're actually just going to go watch it now. Um, Wrap it up. I had a business network meeting that was meant to be on tonight. Mm. They moved it. Good. The, the guy who runs it sent a text message to the group today and said, pretty much, I'm paraphrasing, this is out of nowhere and it's a huge night for Australia. And the subtext was, I want to watch the Matildas. Yeah. <laughs> but what it was was like, let's move it to Tuesday so that we can all watch the Matildas. Yes. Which we will be. This will be millions of people. It's going to surpass the thing. I, I This will be the most yeah. watched thing ever in Australian TV. I'm put. I'm calling yeah. it. Yeah. Most I watched thing ever. people watch Kathy Freeman? Do you want me to say? Because you know what? I'm, you know what? Sometimes videos come up on my TikTok that's like greatest Australian sporting moments ever. Yeah. That that penalty shootout the other night. No one watched the first quarter of the Carlton game. Yeah, not even the people, not even Melbourne who were playing against Carlton apparently. No, uh, when when we flicked over halfway through the second quarter to the Carlton uh, Melbourne AFL, it was the score was. Like two goals, one. Yeah. And I'm like, they've almost scored as many goals as... The Matilda <laughs> scored more goals. And then Shane's like, fuck, it's the second quarter. Yeah. But apparently, players were talking, were getting score checks from the media boundary riders oh, on, really? when they were on the bench. Like, that's how much it was all a part of it. They delayed the afternoon games press conference so that the coaches could watch the penalty shootout. Yeah. Everyone was in the bars at the G watching it. It was crazy. The crowd booed when it went off the big screen oh. so that the footy could actually start. <laughs> so this they is... they delayed the footy by regular regulation time. Not yeah, by like, time and penalties. By like 10 minutes. Yeah. So this is from the Sydney Morning Herald, which I don't recommend anyone read, okay. but they do good sports. Okay. The Matildas have delivered another record-breaking night on and off the field. The broadcast on 7 was viewed by a national total TV audience of 4.904 million Australians. Mm. That includes 3 million metro, 1.2 million regional, and almost 600,000 streaming. That's ridiculous. Uh, Which is pretty big. Oztam data does not consider out-of-home viewing at clubs, pubs, sporting venues, meaning the audience could be significantly greater than the number reported. Yeah, so there's... We're talk- I'm 10 there's million. Five, there's 5,000 people at Fed yep. Square. They had live sites uh, in Sydney and Adelaide. 
There was 50,000 people at the MCG. Yep. 40,000 people at Optus Stadium. The game's original slot aired to a five-city metro audience of 2.5 million, rising to 3 million during the penalty shootout. Uh, the viewing figures eclipse all but one sports television broadcast of the past 20 years, including AFL and NRL Grand Finals, yep. Ash Barty's Australian Open win in 2022, which was viewed by 4.1. So that's more than the... More than... Okay. No, no, this was more than Barty. Oh. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Sorry, Ash. You didn't like Australia's 2003 World Cup loss against England was below it. And Rugby World Cup, I said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, The only one that got more... Leighton Hewitt's 2005 Australian Open final say, loss. I was going to say, that was a big one. I know that's always been up there. While data was not tracked at the time by Oztam, Cathy Freeman's 400-metre final at the Sydney Olympics in 2000 was reported to have attracted 8.8 million viewers. Get right? stuff. I know. <laughs> it also <laughs> is the most watched thing of the last 10 years. Right? The thing that comes in second, oh, it's a bit embarrassing, is the 2013 My Kitchen Rules finale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pete Evans. Sorry, um, Pete. A little bit. That's who Karen is. Uh, Pete. Yeah, Pete. A little bit skewed is the 2021 Mes- Melbourne versus Western Bulldogs AFL Grand Final, yeah, which was 4.1 million. Go anyway. Yeah, because everyone had to watch it on the TV. Although, same numbers as the Bulldogs Sydney Grand Final, 4.1 million. So Bulldogs are up there. There you go. Yours is up there, Richmond Geelong 2020. Yeah, of course. Because 3.8 million. Again. Um, So that's huge. That's a ridiculous amount. 8.8 million people apparently watched Cathy Freeman. That's insane. We'll get close, if not more than that, on Wednesday night. Yeah. I'm telling my kids to watch it. When I I teach some kids. Yeah. And I'm going to say to the kids, if you're tired Thursday morning, that's fine. If you're up watching them, stay up. Good. Yeah, if you're okay. tired Saturday mo- uh, Thursday morning, I'm fine with that. Good. Great. Um, oh. It's exciting. It is. And I just love the vibe of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was messaging some friends. So I have a little group chat that's mainly about netball. Um, but then it quickly changed to the Matildas. Oh, it was both, because they overlapped a bit. We were chatting yes. about both at one stage. Um that we have a little profile picture of the chat, and it's generally been a, a netball player. Netballer, yep. It, it's Sam Kerr. It's got to be. <laughs> Just Sam Kerr. Mum um, said... So they were texting during this thing like, what, how do you... Uh, this is insanely intense. Yeah. And I, would, I was like, who the fuck would be a goalkeeper? Oh, the... I actually think, though, there's more pressure on the goal kicker. Well, the goalkeeper is not expected to no. save it. Yeah, and so when you save the first one... Oh, my God. And then you save another one. The most impressive thing of it was... Yep. ...that then, for some whatever reason, I don't know the tactics, whatever, she goes and takes a penalty. Shane threw something at the screen at that point. I was like, what? I'm like... Well, I was like, what the fuck? Shane was about to order a hit on Tony Gustafsson when she missed that penalty. And then she missed. Yep. And then I'm like, see, now she has to go and save our yeah. fucking ass yeah. again. And she did. And she did three more times. Because she saved it when and then we're like, after VAR review. Oh, yeah. She went off her line. Yep. Ugh. Which she did. 
Well, she did. But she still saved the she penalty. She didn't crack on about it. She didn't crap on about no. it. No. Um, but then she did it again. She did the exact same but thing again. after she saved that one just after, she looked. Yeah, she goes, I won't celebrate yet. No. And then the thumbs up. But then with the agony, the agony and distraught, you know. Oh, yeah. I do feel a bit bad for that last Frenchie that missed it. Oh, she was yes. very upset. Yeah. She was more upset than Megan Rapinoe. Oh, she was like... Anyway, we're not oh. So women's sport, it's having a moment, and I hope that it's not a oh, flash yeah. in the pan. No, well, I feel like what it's doing is that everybody is speaking about the Matildas. Yeah. So I had a conversation with some of my students today because the EPL started yeah, this I weekend. Yeah, I was going to watch some, but then I was like, because my friends were talking about it the yep. other night. I'm like, should I watch it? I'm like, I don't have a tea. So I'm not going to wake up at 2am and watch Nottingham Forest get beaten by Arsenal because I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I need a team first. I... And I need a reason to follow that team. Yeah. I... So these boys were talking about Liverpool because they yeah. go for Liverpool yeah. and play Chelsea. And I was like, boys, there's a better football game being on. And then that they talked about the Matildas. Mm-hmm. Which to get eleven-year-old boys on side yeah. is a tricky task. Yeah, uh, but Sam Kerr and the Matildas have done it, and not really Sam Kerr. No, like she hasn't played a lot, which is also part of the thing that makes it more impressive. I think because there was a lot of pressure oh, yeah. going on her coming yeah. in. Yeah, no, it's been a very overall team performance. Sam Kerr hasn't scored a goal. Mary Fowler. Yeah. I think the greatest Australian moment of soccer history is that pass she did to Caitlin Ford in the quarterfinal. I think Caitlin Ford is our player of the tournament. Yeah. It could be after this penalty shoot at Mackenzie Arnold. Well, that's a few clean sheets now. Yeah. It's Mackenzie Arnold or that's four. Caitlin four Ford. Clean sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you do count a penalty Ireland, shoot as a clean sheet. France. Denmark, Canada. Canada. Yeah. So, um, well done, Tillies. Two more to go. On board. The final will be 100,000 people. Where's the final? Stadium Australia. Is that that big? Yeah. Well, it's 95. Okay. It's MCG size. I thought the semi-final was Stadium Australia. The final would still be. Yeah. They both are. You know where it really should be? At the G. But... I went to the G Friday night. The ground is not up to soccer quality. No. Because the ball has to roll across the ground. It's like... I like looking at Wimbledon, centre court day one. Yeah. Centre court day 14. Green? Yeah. Brown, just at the thing. If you watch older clips of Wimbledon, it's brown at the service thing, and then all of the net. The T. Now, yep, it's, it's an just, H. Now it's just all at the baseline yep. and two metres back. I would love to see the G the G in March, the G in September. Yeah. And how it looks. All right. That's it. Women's no, we, sport. We can't go on. Great. I also saw a thing today, just one more thing, the stat that I saw today. The uh, PGA male player who has the... Highest accuracy rating is 74.17. PGA? On the LPGA. Oh, women. Yeah, okay. 
He's he like, would what's be. What's this got to do with the Matildas? If if on the LPGA, he would be ranked seventeenth. Oh. So the most accurate man on the PGA Tour would be the seventeenth most accurate woman. How do you rate accuracy in golf? Shots on the fairway, off the fairway, straight down the middle. The best one only hits the fairway three quarters of the time. Yeah, but there are sixteen women who are more accurate than that. It could also be approach onto the green. Because I'm like, you're not going in there going, I'm aiming for that exact spot. They don't know what you're aiming for. Yeah, now there's the there's about pin at the end. (laughs) Ten to fifteen meters of leeway. This close. Yeah. Maybe it's middle of the fairway is what they're generally aiming for. Anyway, I just found that stat funny, and it relates to women's sport. The other thing as well with Kathy Freeman. Yeah. Woman. Thanks for listening to another episode of 2 Out of 3 Recommend. Go the Matildas. Uh, We'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to 2 Out of 3 Recommend. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to Elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a member, gaining early access to episodes and an exclusive episode each month, sign up as a member using the link in the show notes. If there's something you'd like to recommend to us, get in touch on the socials or in our Facebook group. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube. Leave us a rating and review and tell your friends. Cheers. If you're enjoying our random chat in this podcast and you're a fan of films, check out Two Drink Cinema. Each week we create a cocktail and review a classic movie, diving deep into the story and its impact on the entertainment world. Check out the link in the show notes for this episode or find the highlights on the socials.